you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hello? Hey, how you doing? This is uh, Joe Douglas of the New York Jets. Can I speak with the general manager of the Buccaneers? Yeah, this is uh, Jason Light. Ah, good one, good one. Uh, quit playing. Uh, no, I mean the current uh, GM of the Bucks. Yeah, uh, Jason Light, uh, Super Bowl champion, 2021, wearing that ring now. The kids love it. They love that. Still there? Polish it up. Polish it up. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I knew that. Um, Jason, what's up? Trader Joe here. Don't hang up because uh, I know what you're thinking. Uh, Jamal Adams for two number ones. Nailed it. Sam <laughs> Darnold uh, fetched three picks, including a two. Are you kidding me? Um, I'm good at this, but that doesn't mean that you should be scared because I have a great offer for you here on the trade deadline. Oh, yeah. Not scared at all. Been uh, employed since 2014. Uh, been a part of a team that's actually won games, more games than they've lost at various points. Uh, so that's something you haven't been able to uh, accomplish yet. So feeling very yeah, comfortable. But you had Tom Brady and it was the COVID year. So let's kind of let's calm down a little bit. Just a little bit. So it, it didn't feel full. You're right. <laughs> Let's get to it. Um, I expected more. Here's the thing. I uh, We had some scouts uh, watching your week seven game against the Falcons. And, you know, a couple things popped out to me. And I was looking at our rosters. And I, and I just wanted to throw something out. You need some veteran talent on both sides of the ball. And, and, it's, and let's be honest. Um, Jason, let's be honest. Can we be honest? I've always been honest. Uh, we both know you play in a fake division, um, <laughs> which means, you know, guys who are maybe struggling or not playing a lot in, say, the AFC East, a.k.a. a real division, uh, may have far greater success in mm. a division that is, mm, shall we say, uh, Fugazi. Um, so listen not, to this. Not familiar with that term. Okay. Um, I'm speaking, uh, uh, though, yes. to be clear, as the three-time defending NFC South champion. Right, which, you know. So then after you on. you win that right. div division, there's actually more games after that. I know the Jets haven't been familiar with that for, right. for a decade, but there's more. It's called, they're called the playoffs. It's an exciting part of the year. Right. We And we're seven times Little, little League champions. Like, we're, we're doing well in, in fake divisions as well. But, like, yes, in, in the AFC East, it's a much more difficult world. And I and our scouts noticed a couple things. We, we love that Shaq Barrett. Um, we know uh, Mark Sessler of around the NFL does not respect him, but we do. But we do know that you also, um, you know, Joe Tryon Choenka, more like <laughs> Joe Tryo better next time in the first round. Uh, you're in the middle of the pack in terms of pass rushing. And, and and that's one side. And then on the other side of the ball, Maron. I mean, what are we doing over there with the running backs? Uh Rashad White, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, 
do you are you familiar with the stat uh, yards uh, expected over uh, y- average yards over expected <laughs> rushing yards yes, over expected. rushing yards over expected? Ah, uh, yes. One of my favorite podcasters pointed out on Wednesdays around the NFL program that oh, Rashad that is, is uh, dead last in the league in that stat. Greg Rosenthal, what a guy! Um, I believe it was Dan Hansis who kind of floated it out there initially, and then you and then Greg came in. But that we'll listen to it together later. And decide who gets credit for that. The the point being, uh, he stinks, and uh, Keishon Vaughn's not going to do the damn thing. And I know you have, according to my data, Chase Edmonds coming back. But come on, let's be serious. You're averaging three point zero yards per carry, tied with the Raiders for last in the league. So here's what I'm willing to offer you. Looking forward to this. Um, you ever hear of a, a certain potential future Hall of Famer named Dalvin Cook? Uh, I understand his, the data points aren't, um, flashing, uh, too high, but again, that is in the AFC East against some top tier opponents throughout the first six, seven weeks of the season. Uh, he needs, uh, he needs more room to roam. Obviously we have Brees and he's done really well. So I think Dalvin would be an instant impact player in your division. And then how about Carl Lawson, an edge rusher that could complement. Uh, you know, Joe trying hard, but not good enough. Get him out of the, out of the mix and, and line him up opposite Shaq and let them eat. So I, what I'm willing to do for you, um, Jason is offer you both of those decorated pro bowlers in exchange for no big deal. Second round pick. What do you got? Yes, we're good. So trade a Joe, baby. Trade a Joe. <laughs> trying to understand where you're coming from. Love that here. Trading. Um, <laughs> Carl Lawson, yes. A uh, few weeks ago, he, healthy, uh, big time free agent pickup for you guys. Yes. A few years back, big time. Um, Good player has done so well for you. You chose not to play him multiple times this season, even why while he was healthy. Why? Why? why Apples to oranges. We have uh, perhaps the deepest defensive line uh, in the league, and just a an avalanche of high end pass rushers. And again, we're playing a real, a real league. So you have all these different things going on. He absolutely could do work against the offensive linemen of uh, the uh, NFC South. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we, we've, we've settled that. I, I disagree mostly. Trade a Joe, baby. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, Dalvin Cook, I would like to read you his yards per carry this year. It is 2.8. Uh, if he qualified, I believe that would be dead last among all running backs. Joe, you basically chose the two least valuable (laughs) players on your roster. And you called me in an extremely smug tone. Despite having (laughs) having the exact same record as us and no history of previous success. And you're asking for a second round pick for guys that nobody else wants. (laughs) I'm say, the trader. I say no. <laughs> I would give you. Um, yeah, what will you give me? I would give you a seventh round uh, conditional pick and um, some load seats uh, for the next time you guys are in Tampa and a free buffet at uh, Shanny's in Ybor City. Okay. Well, here, here's here two things in this. Well, I'll say goodbye. Um, good job by you. Because I was going to fleece your ace because that's what Trader Joe does. But bad job because it would have been fun to do a trade. I'll, I'll see you at the, at the GM meetings and I'll, I will bring you a large fish uh, as an apology 
uh, for not knowing that you weren't fired three years ago. Bye bye. <laughs> wow. Whoa. I mean, confrontational. That is, and people often wonder, like, what really goes on behind the scenes in the NFL, and that's why annually uh, you're the GM. Um, always delivers the goods. And I, Connie, I get it. Colleen Wolf here, Greg Rosenthal, Mark Sessler. I'm Dan Hansis. I understand that Joe might rub people the wrong way. Yeah. Well, the Trader Joe thing might. He's he's maybe perhaps branding himself, but, uh, you know, he's flashy. and that like, He's a showman, kind he's of. He's a showman, and when he's on the phone, like, that's Joe and his element. Mm-hmm. And the, most people Seem to be. don't see him that way. Right. Well, yeah. He's basically his wife. And then all the different GMs when he's on the phone. It's no, Joe in a really, flow state. Yeah, he's right. really, you know, feeling his oats there. Yeah, it's almost like the 23 and 49 record his team has had since he came aboard. Hasn't diminished that confidence. <laughs> Not at whatsoever. all. Whatsoever. Not at all, in fact. All right, uh, let's um, keep going. So it'd be good to be able to listen in on a trade that gets done. So maybe, Colleen, um, you can uh, take us through something okay. like that. I, all right. We'll see. That's great. Um, so... Should I announce who I am yes. first? Okay. Yes. I'm glad you asked that question because I also had that question. <laughs> right. Okay. We've done Perfect. it four to five times now, I but know. yes, I go I ahead. Remember yesterday. You are. Oh, it's uh, like the first time every time, guys. So <laughs> the goldfish. I am Les Need, and Rams I GM. am calling Scott Fitterer, the Panthers GM, mm. who will be played by Sessler. All right. Who are we talking about? Scott Fitterer? Okay. <laughs> yeah, are you listening? No, I know who he is. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Hello? Scotty! It's me again. L.S. I get a lot of calls. Thanks for giving me your name. Les, how's it going out there on the other coast, the, oh, less, the lesser coast? It could be uh, a little bit sunnier today, but listen, uh, the beach is great. The drinks are wonderful. Malibu is amazing this time of year. I just, I'm living life, man. It's nice out here. <laughs> um, but, you know, for you guys, tough start. It is oh, a tough start. Six, yeah. It's a tough start. We've, we, you know, we've got a, a process um, going on here. I think if, if you're inside the building. Uh, by the way, I just um, took the family out over the weekend to that complex that's half built, attached to the Panthers. Um, kind of in shambles, but it's fun for the kids to run around. A little bit dangerous. Uh, but no, I would say inside the building, we're very focused on our process um, and highly confident in what we've got going on. I'm hoping that I'll be around to uh, continue to help. A couple months from now, that's always in question when you're a general manager. Well, if not, you can always come on out to L.A. The sun is shining. The palm trees are out here. Everything seems a little nicer. Uh, I bet Tepper won't leave you alone. It seems like he's driving Frank crazy. He's driving. Oh, wait, I think you just got another call. Oh. Uh, yeah, hang on a second, all right? I got to take this. Oh, I don't have all day, but okay. Hello? Hi, this is Trevor with the Philadelphia Phillies, and we're excited to offer you an exclusive pre-sale access to our 2024 season ticket plan. I am. I can't do this anymore. I quit. <laughs> um, no, thank you. Gotta go. All right. All right. Clicking back over. 
to Scott. Scott, sorry about that. It's kind of thrown me off my game. These spam calls, they're nonstop. I yeah. don't know what to do about them. Anyway, listen, I got some picks. They're burning holes in my pockets right now. You know I don't do well with first-round picks. I like mm. to sell them off. Uh, I know that they would look really nice in your rebuild, so we still want Brian Burns. Ooh. And he's a year older at this point. Yeah. Uh, I don't love that he's in a contract year, but, you know, we'll deal with that. So, oh, what do you say? I I fly you and the and the fam out here to Los Angeles, and yeah, we spend a little time, get some dinner at Nobu, mm. nice bottle of Clasa Azul, and work out these terms, solve the world's problems. Before I fly out uh, with the family, what give me a ballpark term here? Like, it's, I, you know, I'm very busy. It's got to be worth my time. We well, value Brian Burns immensely around here, as you can tell. What do you say? about me giving you back what you gave up for your Bryce Young. All right? Like, uh, everybody wins. And, and listen, I don't have all day either. These waves aren't going to surf themselves. I'm intrigued. The Scott Fitter experience, even if I were to talk about myself, um, has been slightly wanting. Uh, it's a little <laughs> bit all over the place. If I were to turn down this deal two years in a row, I think I have a tough time explaining that to <laughs> my owner. We'll give you a 2024 first rounder. Mm. And a 2025 second rounder. Deal. Fly me out there. Woo! <laughs> and a dinner at Nobu. <laughs> this guy gets it. <laughs> Sounds like Scott Fitter is just hungry. He's like, free dinner. Wow. Also, well, a good sell by... Um, would do that deal. I, I wonder if Scott was like, wow, I bet all the buildings are finished over there. Like that. Yeah. Mm. So you get to see just the... A, a landscape, a complete landscape, and yeah. free dinner by the sea. Beachfront property. Yeah. I mean, Les wasn't messing around. He started with a first and a second, and then fit, old, like, <laughs> easy negotiator fitters. It's like, I got to get off the phone. I'll, I'll take that. Although, well, I thought I was going to lose the call. Like, he was starving. So much, you know, the, <laughs> a first and a second round pick for Brian Burns, I think I would take I that would too. Right not bad. The Rams famously um, offered two offered first two first last, last year. year. So... In a way, like, you know, the I guess both sides come out looking okay because the Rams get their uh -huh. guy and uh and, and Fitterer uh, you know, gets a first round pick back, but uh, you know. I don't know. I feel like you might be getting your walking papers for that one, GM Fitterer. I he mean, just I wants a trip to know. LA. I, I could I felt the call vanish. I think the, right. you know. I think the Panthers would, would take that and run with it. Also tough to get reservations at uh, Nobu. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm. I and that, that was probably factor. a motivating factor. Absolutely. The Rams did so well in the draft though this year, although none of them I guess were first round picks, so maybe that's exactly. to your point. Uh that you it, know he's I think they want to start rebuilding uh with some of these guys. All right, let's keep moving here. Uh Greg Rosenthal, uh you're up next. Okay. Um if you're just tuning in, you're the GM is back for another <laughs> Zany adventure in 2023. All right, I'm gonna be uh, Mike McDaniel, Ooh, calling perfect. Sean McVeigh, played by Mark Sessler. Woo wee! Hey, it's Sean's house. Whoa! <laughs> Weird. Hey, hey, Kyle. It's, it's Mike again. Really good to, to talk again this week. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, how you doing there, Mike? Gross. How's it going? There? I really enjoy our calls. I just, I really value oh, no. our relationship. You know, it's 
Yeah, I, just I do kinda too. Talk about Kyle and you know, I it's so complicated. I just like a pre I appreciate everything that he's done for me over the years. Uh you know, even when those times were dark, you you were with me there, you know, and uh just have mixed feelings about that that season when he uh chained me to my desk. Uh, I mean and didn't let me interview with anyone. Mike, I, I appreciate that we have a shared friendship with Kyle. Um, literally a week ago at this time, I, I can see almost what your schedule is down there in Miami, because literally a week ago at this time, you called me with the same, essentially the same spin on the you and Kyle thing. Yeah, but, you know, we have such shared history, Sean. We were there in, in Washington. It hits and, up pretty hard. Oh. And we were, we were going... Uh, we were going out for dinners and, yeah. you know, old, uh, what was that guy's name? Lafleur was there. And it's a rich time. You know, <laughs> the media really gets on me here for being, you know, really long-winded and slow talking with my answers. But it just feels good because, like, it's just so so complicated, this thing with, with Kyle trying to get out of his, his shadow. I just feel like only you really understand. What can I do for you? <laughs> would be, at this point, my question. Because this is the ninth or tenth time in nine or ten weeks that we've had this very long... I'm very busy. I, I do appreciate I know, our friendship. I know you're going to be a father, too, and uh, I really do think fatherhood has really sort of helped me Ugh. put those years in perspective, those 49ers years. No doubt. I mean, it really sounds like you have it in perspective. Um, I want your best player. I want <laughs> Aaron Donald... I want him. I want him. I want him. I want him. Um, twenty twenty six, first round pick. You can actually pay paid three three years out. Um, you guys are rebuilding. You guys can. No, we're not. Like, you guys have done is, great. This was an, oh. a strange end around to try to get Aaron Donald out of the out of our. Uh, twenty twenty six, first round pick. Uh, twenty twenty four, third round pick. Um. Like one of those, ra- you know, the like the razors where you can do the different settings, you know, like 2.5, I have no access to that 2, product. 2.0. You just look like you could like what you, do like, some Mike, 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 let me stop you right there. We're not, Aaron Donald's not for sale. I think we made that clear in the middle of a rebuild. That we're, there is no asking price. I think you've got these issues with Kyle Shanahan. Maybe you can dial him up. And Aaron, Aaron Donald is, is 32 years old. Okay. Yeah, we're not just uh, you giving him, him a away lot of, to you. You owe him a lot of money. Uh, you are old. You're the old news. You and Kyle are old news. I'm, I'm the new guy. You give me your old guy, help the new guy, and we win now. You're not winning anything now. What, when Aaron Donald is 34 years mm-hmm. old, you will not be winning anything then either. You give me... How about a 2025 first round pick? I give you not 26 and a 2024. No, this first. is going nowhere. Um, I, you know, I am at absolutely linked with Les Snead on the idea that Aaron Donald's going. I think you should call up Kyle, work through all this other residual stuff, ask about Bosa, um, someone of that caliber. Like you can tell him how old he is and see how they're, this works. They're good. They're still good now. You're not good now. You're not gonna okay, be good I really this need to, year. I really need to go. 2024 you're, first round pick, 2024 second round pick, 2025 third round pick. Mike, next week, this time. <laughs> <laughs>
Is it just me or did this Mike McDaniel? Did you just want to fire him into the sun? Just like I mean, throw him yeah. through the atmosphere until he hit the sun. Oh my god, this character! The different, it's different behind the scenes. He's it's a different just person. literally just one click off, Greg. Like mm. McDaniel, mm. you just slid into that character. Mm. It was it was incredible. Seamless. <laughs> Many clicks. <laughs> Um, I do love no the deal. idea of McDaniel calling Sean McVay about Kyle Shanahan He's on a got a lot of basis. Right. Every so week. So good. Also, <laughs> is, I don't know what it is, but I kind of can see Aaron Donald, just like so many veterans in the past, high ticket, big ticket veterans end up in Miami because they like want to play. In I Miami. could actually totally see the Rams trading Aaron Donald if they lose this game for like multiple. If someone came and offered them like two first round picks for Aaron Donald at this point, I think that would make sense. For both sides. Los Angeles to Miami? Yes. Where? Miami. Um, All right, Mark, you're up. (laughs) All right. uh, I am John Harbaugh calling uh, Giants head coach Brian Dable, who will be played by Dan. The fable they call Dable. How can I help you? Your boy John Harbaugh here. Johnny! How you doing? Oh, man. Things are going better. You know, we're, we're getting some things straightened out here. It was a really tough start to the year. But, um, you know, as you know, John, uh, you, got, you got a ring. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. And I'm feeling good. Feeling good about the G-Men. Uh, we, you know, we're, our advanced scouting has been going crazy because we see we're so proud of what we're accomplishing here. And the pr- performance against the Bills. I think you could just point to that as like that's the old Dable coming back out there. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, John. How can I help you? Yeah, no, I'm calling uh, on to help you. Actually, I, I there are some lingering <laughs> issues with the way this offseason went. I thought for the New York Giants, and you tell me, I'm not trying to be critical. Well, you know, I don't handle the personnel, so you could sure. speak candidly because we could just bury Shane. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't I like, care. I'm not calling yeah. Shane. I'm no, like, and I don't please. need. I don't need. You know, Eric DaCosta. This is between coaches, no. so it's like. Yeah, you know, I, you get I, it. You get it. I've been reading this. Um, did you get? Did you hear the uh, latest? This guy gets it with Mark Sessler. You listening around the NFL? I wait for my day off to listen to that. Yeah, it's just like um, I, 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 I've been hearing just trenchant. Yeah, and only like a minute and a half long too. Did, so it's fixed into my schedule. You know? He has a um, <laughs> a um, a carnal energy, and I can't like think of who it is. Oh, you know what it is? It's the Canadian broadcaster and um, sixty minutes legend Morley Safer. That's why I, I kept That's coming back. That's the parallel. Just curious if you get that as well. I don't know. It's like an ex-Browns fan or Browns fan of some sort. Mm. And so he's like going around bars. Like he finds a young Ravens sure. fan and quiz him about the stupid history that they were Unbelievable. I, I mean, I everyone should check out This Guy Gets It, including you when you have a couple minutes to yourself. I will. I've been reading. I've been, I'll tell you what I've been doing in my free time is like digging into old like National Geographic magazines. You know, like. When you're a coach, to see the new picks. Yeah, I, well, I've done it. I've done a, it. That's it's a not re- my residual like benefit. Not my uh, shining moment, but you got to do what you got to do when you're a kid. You're right. I uh, but listen to this. Listen to this. Do you know like so when like the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria um, arrived back in match? Yeah, big time. Five hundred and thirty-one years ago on the east coast of of the country. Not they were looking for spices from Baltimore. Well, no, like who knows what they were looking for? But right. they, actually, the Native Americans, according to records, um, some records, could not see them, the right. ships, because they couldn't conceive that those types of insane vessels existed. Unbelievable. And then today, yeah, now 
No one can find the Nina, the Pinta, or the Santa Maria. No one can find any evidence that these ships ever existed. Interesting. I'm, I'm in. I'm interested. Go ahead. Ships are different. We're a ship right now that just in the last fortnight um, has really figured out what we are, who we are, and I'm just telling you. are a battleship you, right now, my We friend. really are. I we, saw and, that game. And, and you'll get there, too, but you need to be cognizant of who's coming with you on that ship. The mm. Giants are a different ship, and I frankly don't like what happened with the whole Saquon Barkley thing because it made you look mm. like you were in the crosshairs and a bit clumsy, and I know the Brian Dable that I know, who was calling that game back when the Browns X Tom Brady's Patriots back in 2010. I'd already been in Baltimore a couple years. I knew you back then, and I know you. I now. think about that game all the time. All the like time, you, I think yeah. a lot of people do. Yeah. I I would just say this: <laughs> it yep. is so important that you have a realistic vision about where you are. And I think Saquon Barkley is not part of that ship's crew going forward. Okay. The way he's not going to be there, we know that. He could come with us, and I could give you something very special in return. I'm I'm going to cut right to it. I mean, he's not under contract after this season. But I think the way that the Ravens work is we'd, we'd make sure that we'd have an interest of him sticking around for a long time. And in reverse, you get something for it versus nothing. You get a 2024 second round pick. I'd give you a 2025 fourth. I'll throw in Gus Edwards, promising young runner. Well, John, I, you know, I respect, I respect the hell out of you in that um, the, the three ships. What are they, Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria? Yeah, we, I mean, I mean, that was, I don't really know where you're going with that exactly, but it was cool. It was just fun to like think about those ships and their, <laughs> how they affected North America and the world. Um, I got to say, like, I know you understand the business of the sport, um, but I'm pretty sure, and I could check with Joe on this, that I get a, a compensatory pick if Saquon leaves in free agency. Joe, is that right? Why are you always asking this? Of course it's right. <laughs> yeah, and I think it yeah. could be as high as like a third rounder, I believe. And it just may it just it begs the question, if, I, if I'm getting a third, losing them at the end of the year, and I believe this team is turning it around, why would I get rid of my best player uh, to move up one round? And it's not even a truly premium pick. You're going to have to do better than that, John, and you know and I love you. It's a 2025 third, Brian. Life is short. This way you move up a year. All right, Joe, that's, that's, that's You'd enough, be getting though. a 2024 Thank you, second. Though. I'll give you a 2024 uh, fourth too. I'll change. I'll, I'll switch out the 2025 aspect of that. So you get a second and a fourth, and Gus Edwards. The reason I'm doing this, and I understand that the, the Ravens were ahead of the compensatory market with with Ozzie Newsom long before other teams. So we're well versed. The difference is we want. That's the why I felt almost disrespectful. Well, you know, I, was... I thought that you assumed where we where this culture is. We we want Saquon Barkley today mm. in right. our building today. That's why this is. Let's let's also. make a deal here. I want to. I want um, a second this year and a third next year, and I don't need Gus Edwards. I, I got I got uh, Matt Breida. He's he's a great locker room guy. Our vision is to win the Super Bowl this year. We'll do it. All right, oh. thank. You. Great doing business with you. I'll see you at the same uh, meetings. Wow. Oh my goodness! The Barkley to the to the Ravens at the deadline for a two and a three, mm. and I think they t- quickly sign him to a contract extension. So the, the Giants eventually like, they essentially get that compensatory pick that they would have gotten anyway, but they also get the two for the immediate help. I feel like that's a fair trade. What do you think, I Joe? Think, I think the Giants <laughs> would Sorry, do Greg. it. Although it'd be like a, it'd be like a late second. Would they do a, a second and a third for Saquon right now? I think they would. 
They, right. they keep it's, imagine it's, that it's a different offense. second round pick than if it's we're talking to the they, Panthers. They right. keep saying that, and those compensatory picks. First of all, it's a, it's another year out, and it's you know the end of the th- third round, so it's quite different than like a right. second round pick a year from now. Uh, the Giants are weird. I don't think they. Mike G pointed out earlier this week on our episode, like they can't decide what they're doing with Saquon Barkley. They don't want to give him the fair right. market <clears> rate, and yet they don't want to lose him. Internally, someone Seems is going to have to to mm. win whatever potential struggle there is, and maybe it takes a third party like the Ravens in the end. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, to push things along. Let's take a break, and then we will continue onward. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, Drew Scott here. And I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. All right. Let's see. I will be uh, Bill Belichick. Mm. And I will be calling... Mossy Awesomefort, GM of the Cardinals. <laughs> I knew he was going to come up at some point. <laughs> what was that? What was that? Uh. You said, uh. Sir Monty. Who is Monty? The GM of the Cardinals. Yeah. Who's, no, I know. Who's playing who's, him? Who's, the who's oh, picking up but the But no, you went, uh, when I said Bill Belichick. It was, that what? was like, uh, I was getting ready to listen. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Colleen is Monty Awesomefort. Okay. Is that how you pronounce it? Ma- Mossy? Um, Monty Ossenfort. Monty. Monty. Monty Ossenfort. All right. All right, here we go. Bull Monty here. <laughs> hey, it's Bill. What's up? Oh, you again. What? What do you want? You see the game on Sunday? I saw it. Didn't pretty, like it. Pretty impressive. Offense. I'm in. Getting back on track. Congratulations. You won a game. How about the Bills? You know, it's a big time. <laughs> Bills are a big time opponent. And uh, we uh, shocked them. We you sh- did. You did it again, Bill. How about that, Mac Jones? Are you Jones? just calling to, to get some love for this? I'm just saying, how about that, Mac Jones? <laughs> he is. He really did uh, turn it on there. I thought you didn't like Mac. Uh, I love Mac. You see Mac on Sunday. You love him now. I always loved him. <laughs> but, you know, times change, and I'm feeling a lot of pressure internally um, from my boss, who's kind of, I don't know, you know who my boss is? Mr. Kraft. Yeah, Robert. He's, I feel like he's putting some heat on me. <laughs> how's uh, how's that make you feel? It makes me feel uncomfortable. I've never been uncomfortable before in this building, and I think it's time to do something about it. Well, I mean, you you called the right person. I'm always uncomfortable in this building. <laughs> um, um, I have a trade. Bro. 
I, I, I got to get on the internet. Ugh, Jonathan, please. How many times am I going to tell you you must get off the phone when I'm having these important calls? I got to get on the internet. No. This is, this is, we brought in a fax machine for you. You, you said that you needed it. I don't know what for. Ugh. That's all we can do for you right now. You're the now. worst. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bill. What was Are that? you still there? Yeah, what was it's, happening? It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. What do you want? <laughs> Are you on AOL? <laughs> What's your screen name? Malibu 420. Mine's five rings. <laughs> Didn't need to update it. But stopped using it. Why? I use Gmail now. Mm. All right, let's get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mac Jones playing great about Mac Jones going to Arizona. And I'm going to tell you why it makes sense in a second. I would love to hear why that makes sense. Um, because you're tanking, right? Like, be honest with me. We're not doing great but over like, here. But you're, you're trying actively not to do great, right? We're looking ahead to next season for sure. All right, I want to offer you McCorkle. Okay, I want to offer you um, Mac Lamore, the Seattle rapper. I want to offer Are you, you Big Mac. Listen, the, uh, the disgraced I'm slugger. Very, I'm very busy. <laughs> I want to ac- offer you an actual Big Mac. I gotta, I gotta go find where Jonathan Gannett is now. I want to offer you a first round pick. How about that for you? And I offer also a third round pick. I'll take a Big Mac over Mac Jones. And you're gonna give me the quarterback of your past, but not your future, Kyler Murray. Mm. And you'll have a really high draft pick this year, obviously, because uh, Mac Jones will help sink the rest of your season, or Josh, or, you know, that defense. And then you'll also have the first-round pick that I'm going to send you, and guess what? I won't play Kyler this year. So the Patriots will tank, and you'll get a very high pick from New England as well. Hmm. You'll pick probably two picks in the top five, and that will accelerate your rebuild, and I get the quarterback to save my Patriots career and break that evil Don Shula's record. I'm intrigued. I was going to say no. I was going to hang up the phone, but we don't have a whole lot going on here, actually. And (laughs) Kyler, moving Kyler, probably not a bad idea. I promise a full tank on this end as well. You have my word. In blood. I'm going to need... If, if blood you, brothers here. If you need it in blood, I will give you my blood. <laughs> All right. <laughs> make sure you send a little can of your blood over, and then we'll make this official. All right. A little bit weird, but okay. That's how we do business here. <laughs> well, okay. I'll get an intern on that. All right. Nice. Whoa. How about weird. that? Strange. That's a, that's a monster deal. You kind of wonder if the Patriots have been sniffing around a big mm. transaction these past couple of weeks. Now... Let's talk about how realistic it is that Kyler gets moved. It doesn't seem impossible, right? If they've internally decided they're they're rebooting and if they could fetch another first rounder and Bill, like he desperately needs an actual difference maker at quarterback and oh he gets a, he that buys him another year. It makes sense. It does, but also the Cardinals have affected his trade value with the whole thing that they put in his contract of with him not being like Although, well, what was, what was the working. price here? First round pick. It's Mac Jones, a first and a third. How is Kyler mm. Murray going to get along with Bill Belichick? Those personalities. I think it can work. Yeah? I, you hear sure. you hear Bill Belichick with a lot of different personalities. I think that's exactly what Kyler needs. Honestly, 
It's it, interesting. It's it it is strange. Uh, it also is like a a match in terms of their relationships that you could see happening. That's how a lot of these happens. It's strange. There the the fifteen years Monty spent working for Bill Belichick didn't come up at all in the call. But I could see like the all the business. mentor They're all boss relationship yeah. or the fact that Monty Austin Fort was the temporary host of sports show Sunday mornings on KUMM eighty nine point seven, the U ninety alternative. At one point. Well, that's in the past. That's yeah, all in the past we, now. Old career. There are no reverse We're years. living in the here and the now. Yes. Um, interesting. Wow. That's all a right. good one. Colleen, okay. you're up. Okay, so I am Pete Carroll, and right. I'm calling Greg as Joe Shane because mm. we're just going to keep in character from earlier. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Remember. What was the Joe Shane... Weird Joe voice? Shane... I was very close to your regular voice, as yeah. I recall. Okay. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Go. Let's yeah. go. Okay. okay. Here we go. <laughs> It's Joe. Joe, it's Pete C in Seattle. How are we doing today? Good, great. That's wonderful. I don't have a lot of time here before John Schneider gets back from his coffee roasting studio up in Fremont, but this is important, Joe, so I need you to listen, okay? Love it. <laughs> All right, I want you to close your eyes for a second. Take a deep breath. I want you to imagine yourself on draft day. Mm, my favorite day of the year. This rookie class has got some dogs in it. Ooh. The type of talent that the New York Giants Foundation was built on. And now there you are with some extra clout on draft day. Some picks to play with. Mm, I like this. Hmm. Keep, keep talking. The only thing you got to do, wh- wh- What am I wearing? Ooh. Um, pleats, uh, khaki pleated pants. Yes. And a button-down generic shirt. Yes. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Took a it's, turn. It's blue. It's a blue shirt. <laughs> Only thing you got to do, though, is send us Leonard Williams. Hmm. Okay. Listen, two and four, it ain't cutting it in the NFC East. Julian Love told us all about 99. We know about him, the good and the bad. Like, listen, your guy, he's been injured. His production has dropped over the past two years. Uh, do you really need him? We could take him off your hands, send you a fifth that can turn into a fourth, depending on how many snaps Whoa. he plays. Uh, well, I mean, what was the the bad here? I was all excited about the pleats and the oh, that button down. But uh, listen, oof. I got a gum guy calling me in five. So I mean, that that's not even what's the point? All right, uh, that's all right. the point. That's, all right, that's I'll, spare change. Joe Joe Shane loses that getting onto the subway every morning. We'll give you a fourth that could turn into a third. This is a, a starting defensive tackle that we've given a, a massive contract to. I'll do it um, for a, a third that would turn into a second, no less. The only reason I'm considering it, his age, he is going to be uh, a free agent. And I don't believe in Daniel Jones, but no one, no one knows that. It's, it's the Maras. We won't go higher than a third. I won't do it then. Gum guy's calling. Mm. Gotta go. Oh. Mm. You know. Pete is like edging into his mid seventies, and you know I think maybe he misread Williams's market. I mean he's a big time player still. He's a good player. Yeah. I do think he would be very tradable, but uh, to Dan's or whoever it was on the phone earlier, that, that's where the compensatory <laughs> pick 
the compensatory pick uh, comes into to Joe Shane's mind. I that there. was Brian Dable on yes, the call. Yes, uh, <laughs> it was my buddy Brian. Yeah. It was me actually that knew the compensatory right. pick. Joe right. Shane gets a little uh, confusing. That that's where you know is it really worth a third when I'm going to get a comp- Leonard Williams would absolutely net you a. Well, this is why Pete Carroll's not a GM. Mm. It's like you're, you're so serious-minded, <laughs> but you've also just let all Giants fans know that if you're Joe Shane, all we really need to do is dress you up in imagination in strange clothing. There was a little <laughs> bit of a... No, it's just exciting. It's a little imagine. bit of ink slipped into that combo. Imagine, it's very uncomfortable. Imagine yeah. it on draft yeah. day. I'm, he's just excited to see Tyrod back there, the quarterback he brought from Buffalo. He loves him. Loves him what so a moment. Right. Full mm-hmm. circle. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's go to Greg. Okay, um, I'm pivoting here. Let's do Mark Mike Vrabel. Um, You're Mike Vrabel. I I've always been Mike Vrabel. <laughs> what? And I'm gonna be calling uh, Sean McDermott in Buffalo, played by Dan Hansis. Okay. <laughs> Wait, before you do it, why have you all? What do you mean, like as a, like internally as a human? Yeah, I just like me and him are like. Kind of just one energy. symbiotic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got that. Uh, hello. God damn it! It's me, Mike. Uh, wait, is this Sean? Is this Sean yeah, McDermott? It's Sean. Who? Who is it? Oh my god! It's Mike. Mike, who this speak? Is Mike, this is Mike Vrabel. Oh, what's this up, Vrabes? I'm sorry, man. I'm just going through some things right now. It's, this has not been what I expected the season to be. I, you know, I'm feeling a little bit of heat, to be honest with you, because very important year for uh, my organization, and I'm now you know, calling the plays. I don't really have, you know, they're going to start looking at me. If I don't figure out something here, so it's it's good that you called me because I was actually thinking about you too. You're you're four and three, Sean. How many years have you been in the NFL? Snap out of it. I know, I know, man. I know, I know. It's just you know you've been watching what's been going on up here. Grow a pair. All right. Stop bullying me. <laughs> I'm, I'm flying high. I just was nominated to Why the are Patriots, you flying Hall high? Of, Patriots Hall of Fame because I know the season isn't won or lost by week seven. I'm in it to win it. I'm in it for the long Mike, haul. Mike, your team stinks, let's be honest. Well, we, we are looking towards the future in some ways, and that's why I called you with a chance to potentially upgrade your team. You caught, you caught me at a good time here because I've been on quite a bender uh, since Sunday, to be honest. You have you. a TNF <laughs> Thursday night game this week, Sean. <laughs> I'm, I do? Worried, I'm worried about you. <laughs> Wait, what? Newsflash. I uh, oh, no. was planning to call the Ravens um, with a similar offer, and uh, I hear they got Saquon Barkley. That hasn't been released yet, uh, so this trade no longer made any sense. <laughs> Going to Baltimore, but I have a guy that you've struggled to stop over the years. That's oh, your little don't. zone defense. Uh, I already told you I'm in a bad mood, and you're bringing up bad memories. And, uh, ooh, uh, like... We're going to stop the pass so you guys can run the ball. Hey, sometimes you got to run the ball. Sometimes it is 1984 and you got to be tough. And I got the toughest running back that you've ever seen, Derrick Henry. And I think his time with Tennessee, we love him. He's still a great player, but I think it's coming to an end. We love this kid, Tajay Spears from Tulane. We love everything about Tulane. The 23rd ranked. Ah, yes. Green green wave. wave. Yes. Yes, of course. Underrated uh, home stadium, terrific football program on the rise. Derrick Henry, 
comes in, gives you a little ying to your James Cook yang. I kind of like ying and yang. Don't Thunder I already and have lightning. it though. I, Latavius has Thunder done a pretty nice job for us. I I like Latavius and what he brings. Oh, Latavius Murray, how many teams has he been on in the last six years? He's like a used trash can. Oh. Jeez, Mike, you're a little rougher on the edges. I got to be honest with you. And I haven't really ever uh, confronted you on it, but it's time to have a conversation. Everyone's talking about it, that you're kind of a dick. It got me this far. <laughs> you don't question what gets you to success. I've been to the playoffs. I've made it far. I've been a champion with the Super Bowl uh, Patriots. All right. Well, yeah, as a player. But, okay, so I, I like Derrick Henry. Obviously, he's going to the Hall of Fame. And, yes, I'm in a bit of a minor low-key panic about the state of my team um i didn't even know we had a game uh on thursday so that kind of tells you where i'm at second round pick for derrick henry second round pick all right i'm gonna how much uh money uh is owed to derrick because i have to check with my cap people um we recently hired uh jennifer garner's character from draft day as our capologist mm. and i need to connect with her uh, he is in the final year of a contract. He's got voids coming up the last two years. This is a rental, but I've already spoken with him. He loves uh, the whole scene in Buffalo, what you guys are building. Uh, he wants to be part of a winner. And you for a two? Second round pick. The Thunder and the Lightning. Lendell White and Chris Johnson. <laughs> Except he's way better than Lendo White. But he would be that. Thing. Thing. <laughs> you just gotta think he's the big, f- you okay. know, that's it's usually like the fast guy and the, the fat guy. You've been drinking, yeah, Mike, yeah. again? No, nope, <laughs> never. Um, Jet all right. Lag. How about a conditional three uh, that becomes a two if we get to the uh, Super Bowl? I'll give you either a 2025 two or a conditional three that becomes a two. If Derrick Henry scores, wait, no, you could control how many touchdowns he, he gets. Uh, how about if you make the conference championship? Super Bowl is a little rich for my blood. All right, deal. We'll do that. And uh, tell Derrick we're very excited to have him. I can't wait to tell him. Are you all right, Mike? Because I know I'm having my own issues, like uh, just dealing with some depression issues. But you seem a little bit off the handle right now. Uh, right? These just... checks are cashing in either way. Guaranteed contract for coaches. Let's go, baby. All right, Mike. <laughs> See ya. Wow. All right. Another, I think that is a sensible trade. Yeah. Let's bring in Eric Roberts, the Bills fan behind the glass. He's wearing a Bills cap. <laughs> um, you, I would imagine if I'm a Bills fan, I'd be pumped if, if that comes down from rap sheet. Definitely. Next week. Oh, I'd be ecstatic. And what that, if you heard the entire recorded conversation? Yeah, then um, how would you feel? Um, how would you feel about the future I feel like of I just, team? I feel like I just did, and it was very entertaining. So, All right, well. Okay. I feel like yeah. we a little bit proposed this <laughs> trade last year when we did oh, the really? GM. I think it was Derek Henry did the Bills. Yeah. There was definitely an episode where we floated um, mm. something, and maybe... I well, over like the something summer, multiple times. Yeah, I really yeah. about too, I remember yeah. uh, Claybon was on the show, and yeah. he was talking about the idea of a guy staying with the team which for his whole career, which would be cool if Henry was, and he sets all the records for Tennessee and they give him mm-hmm. a statue would be cool. But this would also be his probably, and let's face it, Tennessee's in a different place now, his last chance to get a ring. I think it all makes sense. I like when that Bayard trade happened. I thought, I thought Henry Ravens or maybe like Henry bills or Henry dolphins, mm. Henry Ravens mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. The bills yeah. just, they already got Saquon. So they just freed too, up some cap space too. too I think they, uh, um, they're like, 
transferred uh, Deion Dawkins to some signing bonus stuff. Right. Freed up like and they three could do mil, with Allen so. too. They can move money there's around. Something they brewing. Could do stuff there's like something I think there's brewing. something to ruin. I think it's more likely a receiver for them, but Henry would I like when McDermott asks Vrabel, have you been drinking? And Vrabel says, never. Um, <laughs> an immense lie from everything that we know. <laughs> oh no. All right, close it out, Mark. All right, this is um <laughs> Saints attaché Mickey Loomis. Oh wow. Uh, attaché. Well, I mean, we'll we'll get to Tough it. Like, start. Calling up Vikings general manager Quesi Adolfo Mensa. Ooh. Who would be played by Colleen. Okay. Sorry to pull you back into the fray, Colleen. Okay, here we we're go. almost at the finish line there. <laughs> so close. So close. There's always next year. <laughs> Hello. Entering. It's Mickey. <laughs> Mickey, how you doing today? Having a great day. I I feel oh. this intense passion for the Pelicans. I'm down here at the Smoothie King Center. Um, we're I very love excited. Smoothie King Center. It's, it's a great, great place. It's, it's a amazing. great place. Uh, when I'm not working on the Pelicans, uh, you know, I think people say, "Oh, can he multitask?" Like I am. All, I have been um, deeply involved with a personal project. Um, You're the king of multitasking. I can do it all. And I have a book coming out. Um, the published date will be, it sounds like March 2024. It is in a fascinating topic. Um, Mickey is so able to grasp these topics. and I'd love to, to get a them. pre-sale version. I'll send it to you. It is. I think it would be good for children, too. It takes a look at um, nursery rhymes that we grew up thinking that they were meant one thing. This is what I want. I was thinking how I have a void in my life with this nursery rhymes, yeah. and this is it. I, let me give you just a couple examples of okay. what I've been working on um and you know well there's a football aspect to this too that we'll get to in a minute we'll but get to it sure so you've heard this one before i bet uh chorgy porgy pudding and pie <laughs> kissed the girls and made them cry uh-huh. we know that part happened when the girls came out to play georgie porgy ran away he ran away right you're that just was thinking, his first mistake you're thinking it's a boy running across a meadow mm-hmm. i what i what this is the kind of thing i'm going to uncover this book that it's actually uh georgie porgy is believed to be george villers the first duke of Buckingham, lover to both King James I and Anne of Austria, the Hello. queen of consort of France, who was also married to French King Louis XIII. So we thought it was a story about a boy running around sticking his finger in a mincemeat pie, British. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can't be sure Whoa. now. No. We can't be Plenty sure. Plenty of layers. We don't know what he was I up to. I love a royalty story. He's, I'm going to give you one other example. A lot of pies. This is things that, in pies. That's, yeah, well... I don't know who those other people on the line are, but welcome to the conversation. <laughs> what other rhymes you have there? <laughs> Let's see. I have this one. How about this? Um, there's so many good ones. Because okay. Georgie Porgy, I, I get that. that. That's relatable to me. It's perfect. This one will relate to other people. Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater had a wife and couldn't keep her. Um, he put her in a pumpkin shell, and mm. there he kept her very well. Sounds quaint. Sounds like a problem. Research suggests that it is a problem. Uh, I spoke to North... University of North Texas English professor Justin Jones, who told me this, the gist of this nursery rhyme is that Peter Peter is, has an over, is, a, is an overbearing individual mm-hmm. who needs to find a way to control the appetites of his wife, suggested that they were sexual appetites by more or less keeping her hmm. his own personal prisoner. Well, that's tragic. This is for children? This is for adults to read. This is for you to read. <laughs> kind of hot. Anyways, I got a lot going on here. I want I have more to read, but I feel like this segment is dive bombing, so I'm gonna 
actually get to my point. Well, Mickey, uh, what what can I do for you today? We that hasn't have, stopped us at all today so no, far. Keep we going. Have, we have a similar. <laughs> I want more. I want more. We have. A, we can do one maybe. I'm worried after. about the wife and the pumpkin shell, but continue. Well, that also was six or seven hundred years ago, so she's old news at this point. But <laughs> we both have something I think we don't want after this season. Uh, I am going to be honest. Is I it Dennis Allen? Well. We'd be happy to throw in Dennis Allen with what I'm about to suggest. Uh, Kirk Cousins, he's on the way out. He gone. He gone. He gone. So, like, I am saying that if you want to make uh, hay right now, you give us Kirk Cousins, and we will give you a second-round pick and Derek Carr, who we don't like. (laughs) So Uh. you can take – you'll have Derek Carr under contract, and I know you guys are going through a little bit of rebuild. I'll say this about Derek Carr. What a great teammate he is. (laughs) Uh, he's perfect for a roster in flux. Mm-hmm. He's been through a lot of changes in his previous stop to where he is now. A change here wouldn't hurt him, we feel like. It wouldn't hurt us, we feel like. Uh, Kirk Cousins, or Derek Carr in a second for your Kirk Cousins. And wow. we solve all these off-season issues that are going to bubble up anyways. You know, Kirk Cousins, he really showed us something the other night against the Niners. And now, all of a sudden... Things are looking up for the Vikings in the NFC. And I'm, I mean, I'm not really. sure I'm ready to say goodbye to Kirk Cousins. You know, I did his extension. We have this relationship. So I'll take your nursery rhyme book, but I'm not taking your quarterback, and I'm certainly not taking your head coach. Isn't that recency bias? Like he's played a couple good games? Like the overall experience (laughs) of Kirk Cousins? Maybe you should have called me last week. Why didn't my phone ring then? Well, whether or not you take the deal, I still have my (laughs) book that's coming out in March of 2024, so shove off, (laughs) Quessy. Kitty likes to scratch. <laughs> wow. I was in the middle of reading like what I was going to do with that. I was like, this is going no, terribly. I, I, I think it. it's going great. I want to hear the other nursery rhyme. The other nursery rhyme. Yes, please. Uh, How many did so you write? I, d- I literally did a lot of research on this. Um, so we've heard this one before. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Okay. How does your garden grow? With silver bells and cockle shells and pretty much and pretty maids all in a row. That also sounds pretty problematic. Uh-huh. But yeah. it is actually about Mary Tudor. Um, who was called Bloody Mary. Um, According to the UK Chronicles, she was a very pious Catholic. And this is about her essentially destroying Protestants, Protestants, women, men, children. That's what that nursery rhyme is Yes, it's not what we think. Then this last little one, Little Boy Blue, come blow your horn. Oh, no. The sheep's in the meadow, the cow's in the corn. Weird. Um, But where's the boy who looks after the sheep? He's under a haystack, fast asleep. Will you wake him? No, not I. For if I do, he's sure to cry. Um, this is about Cardinal Thomas Wolseley, who was an arrogant, wealthy, self-made man and had many enemies in England. After obtaining his degree from Oxford at the age of 15, he was dubbed the Boy Bachelor. The words come blow your horn likely refer to his incessant bragging. Mm. Ah! I can almost hear Wes laughing at this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these I, are I, real. I these enjoyed, were I don't what think we it were. was bombing. I don't think it was great. I was just trying not I don't to know, just interrupt. I think you the, know how uh, it feels to be when you're doing those. You're thinking like this might I, be going off track. I think it's I think fantastic. It's amongst the strangest moments in the history of the show, and I think that's a good thing. And I love it. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, don't don't doubt yourself. Uh-uh. I you know like I was like I'll typically just keep rolling when I can tell things are mm. of variable nature to myself, but it's like. That was, I was, I, I did get into yeah, it. You're really no. taking us inside yeah, your well, uh, no, mental I mean, uh, process. Because it, there was so much more to do. And I was like, this, if this is getting worse and good. worse, it's, it's like. It's real you know. good. I also okay. think um, it's a great, you know, window into the mind of Mickey Loomis. 
Yes, that's the accuracy part. It seems a little scatterbrained. You know, he's got a lot going on. He's got on. a lot of projects. That is actually the Smoothie King Center. I, I don't watch a lot of NBA, but um, that is a real place. Well, I, we know that. I know. I figured you would. But if you're <laughs> we, a listener, we knew and that. Didn't know that. <laughs> we knew that part. They're good. They're good. Uh, good little program there at the Pelicans. I don't think he's working yeah. quite as much from that. Also, um, is an insane trade because. Because Kirk Cousins has a, uh, is yeah, way that better. Was, and that was actually the craziest no, that thing was the that cra- came out of that combo. He also has yeah. a no-trade clause. He supposedly <laughs> right. told There's a lot them, of issues with it. He told I, them he would not want to go to the Jets. Not that the Jets even showed any interest, but right. preemptively he was like, I don't want to leave in the middle. Yeah, I'm a control freak. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to learn a new offense. I negotiated yeah. this no-trade clause. I'm staying here. You guys can choose that what would to be, do with me. That makes so much sense because why would Kirk Cousins ever want to go to a place when Aaron Rodgers is threatening right. to return in <laughs> right, December? Like, holy God, what a mess. Wow. Um, I think we've learned a lot, and I think we were we entertained along the way. I hope so. I hope so. And if you and if if you pair this with our Monday trade deadline primer, I think you're pretty well set up for what's going to come um, on Tuesday. Yes, totally based in reality. Mostly this. I think just keep listening to this over and over. Restate the. Uh, Conversation. You're educated on you'll, yeah. you'll be the smartest one at the bar. And yeah. Colleen, we want to thank you for being a trooper because yes, your your Philadelphia baseball team Ugh. things didn't go the way. It's you had so hoped. terrible. Sports are so awful. I don't know why I do this to myself. I don't know why anyone does this to themselves. Why we get so invested, and most of the time we're just set up to fail. And the teams that we love so much just break our heart. Oh. And here we are. I, so. I feel I feel you. <laughs> you're a you're a true. Are you about to cry? No. <laughs> Dan feels so much sympathy for you that he asked for a, a sad song. I could go on. And honestly, if I kept talking about the Phillies, I probably would cry because this is not how it was supposed to go you, at all. You, it was such a devastatingly terrible loss. And like, of course, a team that is run on solely home runs for the offense is not sustainable for a full season but like when you go over a thousand with runners in scoring position this is absolutely going to happen and jason zumwalt is texting me the whole time oh, about the Zummy. d-backs <laughs> Zummy, come on show some restraint you said before you came up here that you had some extra time <laughs> in the women's locker room and you just sat there in the dark well, it wasn't in the dark but sat there alone and quiet. Dan said minutes. that we were running a little behind schedule, so <laughs> as, I had an extra do. half hour, and how I spent it was just going and sitting alone by myself and staring oh, for a half hour in the locker room. It's torturous. a really dark day. It's why, Connie, you're a real one. I, I could empathize with you, and uh, it will be better. Each day that passes will be a little bit better than the one before. Thanks, guys. Well, until it happens next time, but yeah. Hey, now, at least you got. Uh, I don't mean that. In at least you got the way, Sixers starting tomorrow night. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. No, I'm quitting sports. You got the Eagles. <laughs> you got the Eagles. Yeah, you, you got the Eagles. You can't. You can't have them all. All right. All right. Good stuff. Thank you, everybody, for checking things out. Um, we will be uh, back on Thursday with our preview of Week Eight. We also have the QB Index special up. And uh, NFL Plus returns as well on Thursday. And a TNF recap. Oh, my God. God. There will be some sleep in there. (laughs) Heed the call.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.